this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the hindus in focus podcast with me amit barua your host for this episode the world's congress and crisis go together since losing power in 2014 the party has lurched from one crisis to the other sending warning signals of its imminent demise yet it remains in power in a few states and perhaps is the only non bjp party with a national footprint in the politically significant state of uttar pradesh the party has stuck to its non player status the congress has remained without a president after rahul gandhi quit the top post after a long delay the party has announced that it will elect a president on october 17 but mr gandhi has so far said he will not run again The Gandhi family is set to favor Rajasthan Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot. There are reports that the Congress leader Shashi Tharoor may also contest. To discuss all these issues, I'm joined by Sandeep Pukan, who co- covers the Congress Party for the Hindu. Welcome to the In Focus podcast, Sandeep. Thank you. Thank you, Sandeep. Uh, my first question to you: Does it look likely that uh, the election of October 17? will resolve some of the issues especially the leadership question that uh, hangs over the congress party well if they eventually manage to elect somebody you know who commands respect among party men workers leaders and colleagues i think uh, it will solve some of the problems as you rightly said that congress and crisis seem to go together and it's been uh, like that for a while now since 2014 they've had series of setbacks electoral setbacks and uh, leadership really has been the main problem of uh, the congress party uh, rahul gandhi many say was a reluctant leader uh, after he stepped down in 2019 you would recall he made it very clear in fact he made it public his resignation letter in which he said that he was fighting a lonely battle battle seniors were not backing him enough so that explains his reluctance to come back and take back the reins of the party though a large section a very big section of the congress party wants him to take over uh, they believe that he should never have uh, stepped down in the first place and uh, he should now come back and uh, when there are still two years for 2024 he should uh, you know steer the party but uh, he seems reluctant at this uh, at this point of time and as you said and we in the hindu had broken this story sonia gandhi in a meeting with rajasthan chief minister ashok gelot categorically asked him to take over the party let's see uh, what happens whether we, we will see uh, a consensus candidate emerge or will there be a contest if there is a contest and if g23 the ginger group that has been pushing for reforms if they put up uh, sashi tharoor so uh, it'll be an interesting contest sandeep uh, you, you know you've been watching the congress party closely over the years and the fortunes of its uh, leader rahul gandhi what is your sense is is he interested in running for the job or is, uh, does he genuinely feel that he's failed and you know someone else should get a chance so i think you know it's a bit complicated for the simple reason that rahul gandhi it's not as if rahul gandhi does not have a say in the party for example their biggest political program is the bharat jodo yatra 
that begins on September 7th. And he is going to lead that uh, yatra. Uh, it'll go on for 150 days, almost 150 days, covering about 11, 12 states, 3,500 kilometers. And he's going to be face, he's going to be the face of that yatra. So quite clearly, he has his place. Though, he, as Gulam Nabi Azad in his letter alleged that though he is not the president of the party at the moment, but most of the decisions are being taken by him. We don't know for sure, but what we do know is that many of the uh, you know appointments that happen, they are people close to Rahul Gandhi. So sort of uh, so there is you know that lends credence to the allegation made by Mr. Azad. So uh, it's not as if that you know he does not have a role or he does not have a say. Uh, it's quite clear that though he does not actually have an official position. He is only the former president of the Congress party. He is not even a general secretary. And only in his capacity as the former president of the Congress party that he is an invitee to the Congress Working Committee, the highest decision-making body. But in effect, uh, Rahul Gandhi continues to call the shots. And um, that is fairly evident, in, as I said, in terms of appointments, people who get appointed, people who get sent to the Rajya Sabha and so on. But Sandeep, we also know that the real authority that uh, Mr. Gandhi draws in the Congress party, that is from the fact that he is a member of the Gandhi family, not from any position that he holds or any formal position that he holds. Isn't that his real source of authority? Absolutely. You know, the real source of authority is the Gandhi family. And the reason why, in fact, when he stepped down, if you recall the sequence of events that unfolded after he stepped down in May 2019, it was a very stormy session of the Congress Working Committee. He had blamed the seniors that, you know, nobody stood with me. I, you know, fought a lonely battle, etc. And then he stepped down. There were many attempts to, you know, placate him to take back the job. He didn't. Eventually, he made his resignation letter public. Then there were a series of meetings uh, among the top leaders. I think a committee of five top leaders that had people like A.K. Antony, Janardhan Devedi, uh, late Ahmed Patel, all these people had met, held several rounds of meetings. They had shortlisted a few names who could possibly become the new Congress president outside the Gandhi family, because that is what Rahul Gandhi had expressed in that uh, Congress Working Committee meeting way back in 2019. But eventually, uh, I remember covering that it, we had a very long day, 10th of August, 2019. Eventually, when the Congress Working Committee met, after a lot of back and forth, I mean, uh, if I remember correctly, the Congress Working Committee had three rounds of meeting on the same day, and eventually it came up with Sonia Gandhi's name as uh, interim Congress president. And she continues to hold that post till today. So what was the reason why Congress eventually had to rely on another Gandhi after Rahul stepped down? Simply because many, in fact, most in the party believe that only a Gandhi can sort of become the glue or uh, the factor that sort of the unifying factor that keeps all factions united. I mean, let's assume just for a moment, let's assume that elections take place. Sashi Tharoor becomes the new Congress president. Frankly, I mean, as somebody who has covered uh, the Congress party for many, many years now, over a decade now, 
I find it extremely difficult to visualize a situation where somebody as senior as, say, Kamalath or P. Chidambaram will easily sort of follow instructions given by Mr. Tharoor. Whereas that problem gets somehow magically solved if you have a Gandhi at the helm. So whether it's Sonia Gandhi or uh, Rahul Gandhi, Rahul Gandhi, remember, has had no experience in terms of being a member of the government. He was never a member of the UPA government. Uh, when it was in power for 10 years, yet he commands that sort of respect or that's, uh, you know, simply because of the Gandhi surname. So you're absolutely right. The source of power is the Gandhi family, but that seems to be on the way now. Uh, several people have left since then. Many of these people who left, uh, Sandeep, you know, we've had this recent uh, instance of uh, Ghulam Nabi Azad uh, quitting. It looks as if, uh, you know, um, I mean, the freebies for many of these uh, leaders have come to an end. And that's one of the reasons uh, they're uh, deserting the ship. Well, yes, that's true. I mean, in the case of Mr. Azad, for example, many believe that uh, his opposition to the Gandhi family went several notches up after it was made clear to him that they will not accommodate him in terms of giving another Rajya Sabha birth. He had already served five terms at the Rajya Sabha, th that's 30 years. So uh, that could have been one of the triggers. But of course, Mr. Azad in his defense uh, said that that is not at all true. And uh, they genuinely believe that they wanted to uh, reform the party. There have also been others who, uh, for example, could have managed to win a Rajya Sabha seat on their own. For example, Kapil Sibbal. He managed to return to the Rajya Sabha with help from Samajwadi Party. And even in his last term, he was a member from Uttar Pradesh. He was a Congress nominee, but he managed, uh, you know, the numbers on his own. Clearly, Congress did not have the numbers to, you know, help him in Uttar Pradesh, even in his last term. But having said that, I mean, it, what is clear is that there is a very... A clear divide between Team Rahul or whatever is left of that Team Rahul and the old guard who enjoyed, you know, a fairly long stint in power uh, during the, those 10 years of UPA and even before that, during the Indira and Rajiv years. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, but, but, I mean, in terms of Rajya Sabha birth, I mean, does it materially... Uh you know, make a difference to the Congress's fortunes, whether Mr. Sibyl or Mr. Azad are members of the upper house or not. That's an open question. But the real question is that, you know, what were these leaders bringing to the table? Because the rot, if we may call it uh, that, you know, in the Congress has set in a while ago. It's not as if it's happened over five years or seven years. I mean, this culture of, you know, uh, even uh, you can even question the, the Gandhi family for having promoted many of these people who couldn't win their own election. That's true. In fact, this culture of, you know, uh, rewarding loyalty with in terms of by giving Rajya Sabha births and, uh, you know, by giving positions in government, uh, that some would say has come back to haunt them, isn't it? So, uh, for example, Mr. Azad has been a union minister since 1982 uh, and he and when they were not in power they became he became the leader of the opposition in the Rajya Sabha that is almost like a cabinet minister's I mean it is a cabinet minister's rank uh, he was an official LOP in the Rajya Sabha so 
and he continued in that position for seven long years. His critics argue that it's only when it was clear to him that Malika Arjun Kharge would eventually come and take his position and he's not going to be repeated. That's when, uh, you know, he became a rebel and then took the initiative of bringing together many other people who then wrote that letter and the group came to be known as G23. They call themselves reformists. I agree that uh, the Gandhi family had promoted and now it's come back to haunt them. And it's also, it's a fact that when you're in the opposition and when you do not have uh, freebies to offer, people will leave for greener pastures. And I mean, that's a fact. A lot of people have left. But what is surprising, though, I must say, is that a lot of the people who are young, you know, who were considered to be very close to Rahul Gandhi, Many of them have left, Jyotir Aditya Sindhya, Jitin Prasada, RPN Singh. They were all identified as they were made ministers quite young in their political, quite early in their political careers. They were quite young. Uh, yet, you know, four years, five years out of power. I mean, I think from their perspective, they do not see the Congress reviving anytime soon. And they are career politicians. They would like to, uh, you know, be in politics for a long time. And that is what prompts them to look for a party uh, that is going to be in power or that will have a role to play. And not, mind you, not all of them have uh, joined the BJP. The names that I cited are, of course, uh, they went to BJP, whether it's RPN or Jyotin Prasada, but there was also a very close to the Gandhi family. She left and joined Srinamool because she had realized that uh, the position that the Congress party took over CAA uh, made it very difficult for her to win a seat from Silchar in Assam, and because there is widespread support for that bill in her area, in her constituency. Ironically, even Trinamool had taken the same stance, but she sees a future in Trinamool, and that's why she went and she was immediately rewarded with her Rajya Sabha seat. So many of these young people don't perhaps see a very bright future for themselves and for the party they are in, and that's why they opt to join other parties. Sandeep, you know, one of the points of interest, of course, obviously, in, you know, the changes in the Congress, a new president coming in, are the 2024 elections. It also looks like that the Congress alone cannot pose a challenge to the BJP. It has to be a Congress working with other parties, uh, other leaders like Bamta Banerjee or Sharad Pawar or uh, even KCR and other leaders. So do you think that this is something which the Congress uh, is going to take the lead in or will it, in a sense, become a follower of other opposition parties? Well, I mean, in terms of sheer presence, I think Congress uh, is across the board. Whether they win or not, that's a different uh, you know, story altogether. But in terms of presence and in terms of number of seats and direct fights against the BJP, Congress is spread across the country. For example, in states like in North Indian states like say Haryana, Punjab. Uh, Punjab, of course, there you know the Aadmi Party has emerged, but Haryana, Punjab, Himachal, you know these are states where Congress and BJP normally have a straight head-to-head fight. Same is true for states like Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, Chhattisgarh. So again, these are states where you have a straight head-to-head fight. So Congress and or go down south, Karnataka, Kerala, 
these are again states where the Congress will have the bigger role. I mean, you do not expect uh, any other party, be it Trinamool, be it Amadmi Party, to uh, you know take that space. Of course, I mean, having said this, Amadmi Party is a party that the Congress will have to closely uh, watch out for because they may they have the potential to damage. They are trying to grow in stature and in polit- in terms of its political space in Gujarat, in Himachal. So uh, if that happens, of course, uh, then Congress is in real trouble. But in many other states, as I said, that overall, if you look at the Congress versus BJP, uh, they score over other regional parties like Trinamool of Mamta Banerjee or Sharad Pawar's NCP or K. Chandrasekhar Rao's TRS. So... Uh, Congress will certainly have a distinct advantage over these parties. But given its recent electoral performance, its bargaining power is going to be very weak. We've seen that happen in the recent Bihar elections where the Congress was blamed for, you know, underperforming. They were given more seats that they could win. And a direct fallout of that was that when it went uh, into the alliance with DMK in Tamil Nadu, it got fewer seats than what it had uh, demanded or what it had bargained for because its previous electoral results did not give them that leeway to ask for more. So I, I presume that is going to be a, a same situation for 2024. Given that it hasn't done very well, you know, it may not be able to have a very strong bargaining power. But having said that, if they manage to win a few states, Karnataka is one state where the Congress will hope that they can uh, wrest it back from the BJP. Chhattisgarh is another state where they will hope that they can win it back for a second term. So if the, if they manage to win these states, both these states go to polls in 2023, then of course that will give a lot of momentum for the Congress to emerge as the principal player in the opposition space. Sandeep, who can we leave uh, this discussion on the Congress Party's uh, fortunes here for the day? Uh, thank you very much uh, for talking uh, to the Hindus in Focus podcast. Thank you very much. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.